He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? All right, let's move on to LeBron James and the overall response to Team USA losing um, in the FIBA tournament. Uh, they lose in the third in in the third place game yes. uh, to uh, Canada. Who the, Canada, yeah. In overtime. Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks drops had 39, like forty yeah. on him. Yeah. No, he didn't have forty. I said like thirty nine. No, no, no. Which is important because remember Dylan Brooks saying LeBron didn't have forty. Like I don't. I'm not worried about it. He didn't have forty on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty. Forty is a forty is an important number for for one Dylan Brooks. So we haven't talked about this yet. Um, Do you have any like? I I was surprised at I was surprised at the amount of like excuse making I saw for Team USA. Like I was surprised at like. You know, technically it was there. I think I, I saw the, the letter go down as far as like E. I think Tom Havistro said that it was their mm. E team. Yeah, I mean, um, it was their, their B-minus, C-plus team yeah. maybe. I'm just saying the lowest letter I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I called it um, I am. Yeah, I am. I, I don't know if I'm like, I'm disappointed in the excuse making because like, the, I think Canada had the second most NBA guys with seven. Mm-hmm. And we had, what, 12? So, like, yeah. All we have them? the most we have the most talent period yeah. um <clears throat> is it the best we can send no and i suspect if we get full buy-in for the olympics that maybe none of these dudes like at most one or two will make that team so this certainly isn't the best we can do i think the roster construction edwards, was like, edwards would be the only one i think uh mikhail bridges too i think i think those yeah. would be the two mikhail yeah. was he was the best player on on he was the best player on on this team, and I think he would. Wow, do the you best. hate Austin Reeves, huh? <laughs> yes. Wow. And he would do. Wait, who who was it before that I hated? That you said I hated? Was it Wenyan Gabriel that you <laughs> that you claimed I hated? I didn't say you hated him. You just told me that all the time in Slack. It was the craziest thing. Um, interesting and <laughs> not not correct. Um, I just didn't really get. I didn't get Wenyan Gabriel's like love fest. Um. So I guess, I guess in comparison to the the uh, the collective thought of Lakers fans, I guess I did I did hate him uh, compared to that. So um, yeah, I mean it was it was like obviously not our best team. Um, we still should have won the whole thing. I think not only was the talent not that good, uh, it was better than everybody else's. But not only was the talent not that good, um, the con- roster construction was poor. Um, I think that the coaching was lacking. I think Steve Kerr, I mean, look, <laughs> the Warriors are the team of my youth and team I follow most closely other than the Lakers. And I have been very public on Twitter saying that I think Steve Kerr isn't any good. Um, yeah, his, his, uh, his accomplishments without Steph Curry are lacking is how I will put it. I mean, he was, he won as a player. Yeah. But no, as a coach. Yeah. A coach I mean, executive. so this is always an interesting thing, right? Where, how hard is it to figure out how good a GM is, how good a a coach is? It's really hard to divorce coaching from front office, from players. Like none of this works without 30. Like Steph is all of it. So Steve Kerr, like Bob Myers is Bob Myers. Any good. I don't know. He had 30. 
There you go, right? Are all these people in Cleveland or whatever, like, good at their jobs? I don't know. They had LeBron. <laughs> so that's all. You anyway, so, um, yeah, Although I don't I think. think we've, I, we found out that, that uh, I'm blanking on his name, but he went down to New Orleans. He's been fine down there. David Griffin? Yeah, David Griffin. I think he's been fine. I wouldn't yeah, say, yeah. like, he's he's otherworldly, but we knew the deal. Yeah, but, okay, when, in that case, though, there. the difference, though, in that case is we have test cases because LeBron has gone other places. Yeah. With Steph, like Steph has been there the whole time. So we don't know Riley's how good. He's good. Riley. Oh, Pat Riley. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> that fair. So uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think coaching did a good job. I don't, um, uh, the roster was poorly constructed to be fair. AD wasn't going to play and we don't have a lot of big guys, American big guys. So mm -hmm. I think Steve made a fair point. Like, yes, we want more size, but whom? Yeah. I don't understand bringing Walker Get a bunch Kessler. Of, bring some, uh, bring some Plumleys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, if AD is not going to play, the the list starts getting. I mean, like Nick Claxton can play. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the the Brook Lopez oh, I think is hundred years runs old. Into, I think Claxton runs into some of the problems that Jaron Jackson was having. Yeah, but he's a better rebounder. Like Jaron Jackson's not going to. Whatever. I'll leave Jaron Jackson alone. But yeah. um, <clears throat> it was predictable. He did the same thing he does in the NBA. He fouls too much and doesn't so rebound. So much fouling. He fouls too much. He tries to block every shot. He fouls I, too much and doesn't rebound. So he that, shockingly that he did the same the thing. Offensively, he was fishier a, and fishier. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not even sure he should have finished in the top five, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think. I just think we have a like, and and frankly, it's it's. I think it's it's like woven into the fabric of our culture as Americans, we are very arrogant, you know? And in this very. case, we are very arrogant as it pertains to basketball for good reason, right? We have dominated basketball for the entirety of its existence in this yes. global, in this global form. And we don't care um, about that. The world cup, we don't care about for some reason. Right. And, and, and I just think it's insane to me that we don't care about it. Like it's, it's, it's a global competition. You're still beating like you're the, the, the flag is still on your chest. Yeah. This is something that we should, there's no other tournament like it that we would prioritize above it other than the Olympics. Right. Well, that's um, why you're going to see all these guys play in the Olympics. Right. But like also because I, it's in Paris, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. No, I agree. I don't get, I don't get it. It is that way. I don't get why it's that way. But yeah. It is that way. And yes, not only, I think our performance was an embarrassment, not winning is unacceptable. Yeah. God forbid not even meddling, but Fuck. not winning is unacceptable. We are the fucking United States of America. This is our game. We kick the shit out of everybody. Even with our B team, our C team, we still had more NBA guys than everybody else. Like Serbia was fine. Like they they, they missed they're missing the best player in the world. They were okay. Yeah. Um Latvia Latvia played okay. They didn't they didn't they have Porzingis. So mm -hmm. like they're like a lot of places don't have their best guy. Yes, we didn't have our best 20 guys, but um, yeah. I also think that again, the team was poorly constructed. But like our I don't, why bring Walker? best guy should be like as good as the it's top two or three on every other team. In Agreed. The, in, and we have 12 NBA guys and nobody yeah. else had more than seven. Germany had like three of them and kicked our ass. Yeah. Shout out Dennis. Good for Dennis. I, that, that made yeah. me smile a little bit. Good for Dennis. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I, I, I do think it was embarrassing. I also think it's like the whining is embarrassing. The, oh, we didn't bring our best guys and we'll win if we bring our best guys. Yeah, we will. But that's the arrogance of like, 
why can't our second best guys who are better than everybody else's guys still win or our third best guys who are better than all everybody else's guys still win? Well, that's that's where like the response I would have been interested. It's embarrassing and the hear, excuse making is embarrassing. Yeah, I would like uh Steve Kerr had a quote after one of their losses or something like that. Um that he said like it's not 92 anymore, you know. And yeah, the he world was is saying closer, cool. Yeah, he was saying that directed at the the players and the talent of other countries players, but like I, I thought that he was as arrogant as anybody else out there. Right. So you know, if, with, so with this, if that's with the this case, notion. whose job is it to make sure that they know that this matters and you can get beat if you don't play hard? That's His. part of it. But but like he sends he sends a message to the team, in my opinion, when because uh, it was clear, it was clear as day that uh, Halliburton is better than uh, Bridget or Brunson. He yes. just is. He's just a better player. Right. Yes. And they went and they got carried away with better. Yes. Yeah. And they got carried away with the whole Captain America thing with, with Jalen Brunson and, and he's Tyrese. the leader of the team. No, yeah. he isn't. I don't give a shit. He's, no, he's he not isn't. he's not as good as the backup. No. Play the isn't. backup. And like once once you allow those politics to creep in there, right? Like that's the rest of the team is gonna be kind of arrogant about it too. They're gonna say, All right, well shit. And and like the thing too basketball players athletes know this athletes know when the better player isn't starting yep. athletes know when like and and that is going to not sit very well um in in locker rooms when hey are we trying to win are we actually then why isn't Halliburton starting what are we doing here you know um oh, and they Halliburton they, they, and Reeves should have been starting Austin should have been starting both of them should be it was it was like amazing the starters Halliburton is a lot more egregious to me but yeah they were getting the starters were getting their asses kicked, and then every game, Tyrese and and Austin would come in, and all of a sudden, every yeah. single game it would turn around instantly. Right, we know Shocking. that Jaron Jackson, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a very different player playing power forward next to a big Steven like Adams. Stephen Adams. Right, you have Walker Kessler there. Right, why what? bring him if you're not going to play him? What are we doing here? And 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 it was just like the the, the lack of creativity, the lack the, the lack of of understanding of the moment, and all of that stuff. Like all of the things that he was kind of piling on to players, not just the players that were there, but the like talking to talking down to people about the world's game or whatever. No, fuck you. No, do your job, dude. <laughs> like, well, here's, here's the other problem. What are you he's, doing? He's tied to this strategy of also uh, you know eric spolster is a little better of a coach than steve kerr wait whoa 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 who said that i don't i, I <laughs> agree with you at all <laughs> quite uh, a bit better tactically in game ty lose better than he is too but yeah um he was also he ran his system right the switch everything one big switch everything um but jaron jackson jr is not the right one big for that and mm. the team was small elsewhere too that's like low key what it is. And this was a Lakers thing last year where it was like, okay, well, the Lakers are, are small. It doesn't have to be you're small at four and five. You can yeah. be small in other places that have meaningful impact. Like Austin was getting bullied. Austin was getting his ass kicked because he was switched on to guys that he just can't guard. He's there mm -hmm. too big for him. Um, but when the Warriors do that in Steve Kerr's system, first of all, they have you have 30. So let's put that aside. But yeah. also like in this death lineup thing with one big Draymond green is the best defensive player in several generations and yeah. is the most versatile defensive player in ways that Jaron Jackson jr. Is not again. I don't think Jaron Jackson jr. Is a great defensive player, but not in the same, not in the same orbit as, as Draymond as Anthony Davis. 
The other part of it was you have all these switchy big wings that Team USA didn't have. Uh, you know, you have Andre Guadala, you have Sean Livingston, you have Harrison Barnes, you have Andrew Wiggins, you have Clay Thompson, all these big switchy wings that are great defensive players. Team USA didn't have any of that. So yeah. you can't just, Steve Kerr didn't do anything to fit what Team USA was doing to the talent that he had. He yeah. was trying to do what he does because coaches are stubborn. We've talked about this with Darvin. Coaches are stubborn by nature. And so he was like, this is what we do. But you don't have that Warriors roster. You don't have that talent. It's you don't a different have, we. <laughs> you don't have the people brought in specifically for that thing. Yeah. Um, the response afterward from from the basketball community um, is that now apparently LeBron James is recruiting to bring <laughs> their A-team. This is so uh, silly. This is so this is perfect, LeBron. This is so silly. It, it is, is perfect, LeBron. The, you think the timing of it is a coincidence? First of all, Steph has said for two years he's playing. So like yeah. the LeBron called Steph to recruit him. Steph yeah. already said publicly he was playing. Yeah. Um, these conversations also like don't happen in the moment, right? They they've been these guys have been KD, Steph, LeBron, AD, Draymond, etc. Have been talking about this together for at least six months. Yeah. It's not like LeBron has framed it as they lost and like LeBron comes Well, the reporting us. around LeBron correct. has framed it that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. getting back yes. to what we talked earlier. Yes, correct. So I, it, this is silly, but I, I think it is, I think it is very cool. I'm looking forward to it. I don't think, well, Steph has never played in the Olympics. Um, he's played in the world cup twice, but he's never played in the Olympics. LeBron mm -hmm. hasn't played since 2012. LeBron, KD, and Steph, maybe they played in one all-star game together, but the three of them together is like terrifying. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Because they are they have defined basketball for the last 15 years. Yeah. They are all top 15 guys all time. So like the three of them together should terrify or like the rest of it doesn't matter. I also but, love that it was framed as like one last ride, like a Fast Ten movie, like Fast and the Furious. Some about family. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like the they're the Expendables, like they're they're Sylvester Stallone and that whole like group of people, former action heroes who like go out there and 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 and, and wreak havoc on Paris. Yeah, I I like the three of them in AD and. I think I would start. Does Tatum. it matter? You? No, it doesn't. But I think I would start Tatum. <laughs> I, I, I listened to an argument for Book, but I would start Book, Tatum. Yeah. Like Steph. Booker also Steph tweeted Tatum, that he would be involved. Yeah. Steph Tatum, LeBron. <laughs> Steph Tatum, LeBron, KD, and AD. Like what? I don't. I don't. I just like whatever. Steve so literally the seven. The seven backups could be like me, you, Harrison, Sabrina, Raj. Like none of it matters. Guru. <laughs> none of it matters. Yeah. Um. Also importantly, maybe more importantly than any of the stuff that we've talked about here in the last 46 minutes, uh, that's a that's a tampering opportunity. Mm -hmm. I am so excited for that. We already saw it, by the way, some with Austin Reeves. I have, and I have and no the, idea what you're talking about. And the friendship that he that he, uh, you know, built up over that time with Halliburton and with Bridges. Uh, so I think eventually we're going to start hearing some of those those kind of like see the the in Austin's the defense come from those seeds players players can't tamper huh there are no tampering fines for players players cannot oh no tamper. I'm not I'm not saying like you know I'm not saying it's it's tampering by punishable rule you know yes. but it is it is it is like it's certainly in the I mean uh, no if you if you listen listen to you know lots of guys have said that 
they have you know fostered these relationships with team usa like steph and kd kind of famously and draymond if that maybe had some impact on, on I love becoming the Warriors. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Like there was some stuff written about Steve Kerr potentially like doing some tampering and having an opportunity to talk to these guys. But then he was so bad as a coach. Y'all got it. Who's going to be there? Steph. Who's going to be there? Steph. Okay, cool. I'm coming. Oh maybe. no, y'all bring in, y'all bring in Steve. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Nah, yeah. I got I got wor- I got work in the morning. I'm good. You picture Steve like walking through the front door of a party, like, oh no, come on, like, y'all brought Steve. Nah, nah, I gotta go. I got work in the morning. Y'all got it. I'll catch up with you on the next one. Yeah, yeah. So between um, between FIBA and and uh, Austin, you know, like you said, five. That's that's the word I was looking for. Fostering relationships in in uh, this FIBA tournament. That we saw like he and Bridges were doing yeah. each other's three point uh celebration and and then look the basketball chemistry between him and Halliburton was impossible to not notice. Mm-hmm. So you have that going on. LeBron is gonna be there in 2024. Um I would imagine getting ready for his final season, maybe ever, um, probably with the Lakers. If he does come back after 2024, he and probably Anthony Davis will have talked to all of these people about teaming up for one, like the last LeBron season. And hey, once I step down, the team can be yours because it sure as hell won't be Anthony Davis's. Who said that? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> we were almost ready to get through an entire show without a Hennessy is delicious. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, um, that. That is where my head immediately went. Look, Team USA, especially if all of those guys are healthy and if all of those guys are available, is going to just crush the world like, mm-hmm. with, with, with what, mm-hmm. they're, what that combination of talent is able to do. Like we always talk about is that the, the 92 team is the greatest you know, uh, grouping of talent that basketball has ever seen. In this my opinion... Would, this team in 24, if it's everybody, would kick the shit out of them. It, well, that, but like for me, I, I actually think 08 or 2012 would have beaten either of those teams or the, the 92 team. Um, 12 was 12 was 12 was a monster. Nuts. 12 was a monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think 24, and this is kind of how it goes, and, and this kind of goes back to how arrogance is kind of woven into our fabric as a culture, like societally in this country, we are very arrogant. Where in this case it takes us getting our asses kicked in FIBA to rally around the flag and yeah, say we that we're going to go and, yeah. and go to, go to Paris and, 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 and take care of business there. Um, I bring and- back Shaq. That's, that's how we arrogant we should be. Cause Shaq didn't get to play. Cause Christian Leitner took his shot, his spot. Yeah, good, good I was Shaq 58 or something like that. Bring Shaq out there for a little he bit. He looks like he shape. could play. He's not 58, but well, I don't know. What is he? 54 or something. Yeah, but he looks something like-, like that. He's in better shape than the 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 year after the three P. Correct. Like I think Shaq should get out there as, as the a, company as, time year. As like, like we're he sorry. was kind of round. We're <laughs> sorry for for the Christian Leitner yeah. fiasco. I yeah. think Shaq should get to play. We need we need some big guys. Shaq yeah. can back up uh, <clears throat> Anthony Davis. Um, last thing on the docket here, we do have some time. I want to talk about Ahsoka. Okay. Um, so for those of you who are tuning in just for basketball, that is going to do it for this episode. For those of you who have enjoyed uh, Aaron and my conversations about Star Wars, which have been pretty popular, I've gotten like a, mm. a few notes about them. Um, mm. 
So shouts to you guys. But but yeah, we um I liked this last episode of mm-hmm. Ahsoka. It is obviously very fan service-y. Like, it, yes. they knew exactly what they were doing. But if you're going to do that, like, it, fan service, um, I think at this point, it's 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 more derogatory, I think, than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it is executed well, then that's what we're doing. Like, That's what we want. Fan, fan service is the point of all of this. <laughs> yep, that's what we want. Um, but so I, I, I thought that this was very well executed fan service, right? I, mm-hmm. we got to see now it was, it was kind of a, a, because I still don't like Rosario Dawson in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and frankly, like Hayden Christensen, um, even a de-aged Hayden Christensen just doesn't have the same pop as, the animated character and that the chemistry Correct. between those two back then, Correct. but like for what it is, and if that is your like introduction to those two, I've had several people say they didn't watch the animated stuff and because of this, kind of want to go back and check it out. Um, it served its purpose. I, I I really liked it. Yeah, I actually thought the uh, the young Ahsoka was the best of all of them. Um, yeah, in the in 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 the live action here. Um, I do think we may have an answer, though, to the, the the thing we've been saying for weeks about how stoic she is, because after she goes through this process of, you know, learning the final lesson and getting to face the demons and such with with Anakin slash sort of Vader, um, mm-hmm. her her demeanor since, you know, it's only like maybe one scene or be like two scenes Anakin after that. Sky Vader, like the, there you go. the amalgamation of them. There you go. Um, she does seem a little bit more like the character in the animated, yeah. you know, the younger version. So I think we may get more of a spunky kind of sassy, lighthearted, um, less arm foldy, stoic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, character for, for Ahsoka going forward, which cool. I mean, I still have some questions, um, but I did think it was good. I didn't like that. Like nothing actually happened. Like there was no, like the plot. I'm still waiting. Like, can we get, to what's actually going to happen here. Can we get to Thrawn? Can we get to Ezra if he's there? Yeah. We've sent like six episodes now. Is it six? Five. Five episodes now kind of like twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. Nothing like actually happens. I, mean, I think it's an eight episode run too. It is. It's only, and so it's only, what, it's like a sprint to the finish here. So what my, my suspicion is that nothing is going to happen in this season and it's just going to be all lead up and like the last you know, the last 10 minutes of eight is going to be Thrawn somehow. And maybe there's Ezra and there's cliffhanger and then tune in and tune in in 26 months because there are no writers or actors available. Tune in for 26 in 26 months for season two of Ahsoka, where maybe actually something happens. But I did like, I mean, a lot of it's confusing. And I, I think it's kind of weird that you have homework to do to be able to understand a show <laughs> like you have hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of homework to do watching cartoons. Disney's done a pretty good job of like throwing together a list of episodes that you have to watch in order to get. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of channels, like especially on YouTube, there are a lot of channels that focus on star Wars that kind of do breakdowns of what you need to know um, from rebels and and from clone wars to be able to, but I, I, so like just conceptually that's weird, but um, I did, I did think the episode was entertaining. Yes. Like a lot of it was fan service. So what, um, it tied a lot of stuff 
going backwards and going forwards, you know, into uh, into the sequel trilogy, which should be just killed with fire and started over. But yeah. um, I think Filoni has done a good job of, of of connecting things. And I mean, a lot of it was corny, but like, yeah, I, I think it was the best of the I think it was the best of the series so far. And hopefully it leads towards an Ahsoka, who is who is a lot of people's favorite Jedi and some people's just favorite character in general. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it leads to a version of the live action character that feels more like the animated character that everybody fell in love with. Yeah. The, at some point we're going to have to get an explanation for why Ahsoka wasn't involved at all with the sequels, like with the, with the, with the prequels. No. So you go prequel original trilogy and then the sequel. Trilogy. Right, right, right. And like, well, we don't know. I mean, that it, at where we are now, that obviously well, that I timeline know, I guess, hasn't I guess happened the, yet. The, the, the original prequels, like, yeah. we, we need, we, oh, we need the, so the answer. Well, no, the answer to that is that that is Filoni, why Filoni didn't exist yet. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it was his character. Yeah, that I mean, yes, but in universe, what they would tell you is the real question is why isn't she involved in uh, what's the third one in the prequels? Uh, Attack of the Clones, whatever the third one is. Yeah. Uh, which is basically, so episode two and three, like the the Clone Wars, right, is in between episode two and three, basically. The cartoon where she is, where we meet her. Revenge is, of the it, Sith. Thank you. Is in between. Two, so the real question is, why isn't she in Revenge of the Sith? The answer in universe has to be, well, that's why they had to write in that she like broke away from the Jedi Order and Anakin and you know, yeah. left. So she was out doing whatever she was doing out in the world, not being a Jedi. That has to be the answer. It yeah. is a little odd. <laughs> it is a little odd. I mean, but there's so many, there's so many continuity errors in star Wars. Yeah. That like, here's another one. I, so one thing that like game of Thrones did really, really well, um, especially early was they would have the major moment in the penultimate, episode mm-hmm. this is something that you see a lot with the HBO yeah the big the big war the big battle scene yeah and then you would have some fallout that leads to like what comes next in the in the following season in the final episode right in the series of each season finale and that's kind of what i hope we see here i think um i think we're probably going to get you know an episode it's just going to be sabine in episode six oh, where often, often wherever yeah, like find the know. other galaxy. Yeah. yeah, like while while we were all over here with Ahsoka, I, we're gonna be wait, over so here with. Here's Sabine. one question that's been that's been that's been biting at me. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys take they they build this uh, the hyper whatever the huge hyperspace link generator thing and go off to the other galaxy. Right, they they get the coordinates, go off to the other galaxy to go get Thrawn. How are they planning on getting back? <laughs> well. Do they have, have a the hyperspace thing over? Do they have a hyperspace thing over there? Well, they still have that big ring. I don't think it like explodes. No, no, no. The, the, the big ring is in the current galaxy that sent them. No, how do they it get went back with them? It wasn't. It wasn't there when the what? big ring thing. Like the big. Yeah, it wasn't. That's why the. That's why the the Republic's um, fleet gets there, and they're like, "You have no proof that these guys have jumped to a different galaxy." Oh, you're saying the it's ring because... goes with them? Yeah, I has to. 
right? Okay. Like, otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't be know. there. I don't think it explodes. Right. I, don't, I don't know. You know, so. I'm like, how are y'all going to get back? Yeah, just, I mean, they're going to have to hijack out that there? ring thing. Or the Purgles are going to help them get back. Yeah, but the which... Purgles don't help the bad guys. Huh? The Purgle don't. The Purgle, whatever, the whales. I think don't... the bad guys are all going to die. No, but I'm saying, uh, fine. But in their thinking, how are they getting back? I think it's more just like, we got to get there. We have to find a way right, to get there. Right, but if it was so easy to come back, Thrawn would be back already. He wouldn't have just be hanging out over I guess there. that's true. Well, because he, no, because like the... The only answer is if the ring goes with them, that hyperspace yeah. whatever ring goes with them. Yeah. Which seems odd. <laughs> They're just the I'm ring just is encircling them as they go. Well, because like you used, used to have those little ring, the, those hyperspace rings on the smaller planes, right? Yeah, because they and, didn't have a hyperspace generator or whatever. Yeah. And I kind of think that those rings went with those planes too. And then they would like, they would like get with them at the, at the galaxy. They go do off whatever they have to do in the world, in that world, jump back into that ring and then come back. So I kind of tell me on, tell me on Twitter if I'm wrong, but I like <laughs> it, that that's been bothering me for like two. I was like, okay, y'all went over there. Now, how are you getting back? <laughs> it would be funny if they get there and like Thrawn, you have this figured out. I was like, that's the point, you guys. <laughs> no, or I would have been back already to take to take over. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> yeah, I think. And by the way, why doesn't Ezra come back with the? He obviously has a relationship with the. What are they called? The the, the whatever the whales are. Mm-hmm. The hyperspace whales, Pergils, which is, I think, yeah, Pergils. Why? So he Ezra obviously knows he has the you know the force connection with the Pergils mm-hmm. and knows that they are the way to get Thrawn up out of there in the end of Rebels. I just gave shit away, but why hasn't he hung out with the Pergils and come back? Why can't he come back? Well, I, I he's probably hurt. You know, this like, is ten years later. I they don't know what's happening. What what he's up to? They don't even know that he's alive. They don't even necessarily have. I mean, we know he's alive. don't we know he's alive? Well, Thrawn we know is alive because we've seen it in the trailer. I think Ezra's in the trailer too. No, he's in. Oh. He's only as the little as the little projected yeah. hologram thing. Yeah. All right, Thrawn yeah. we know is alive. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see. And I, I would. I mean, if one's alive, the other one kind of has to be alive. But you know, Unless Thrawn's they've... also a different species than Ezra, so yeah, he Chris might have taken Chris things. Or, yeah, yeah, Chris, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I do you think this last episode redeems the season to this point? Like it gets it back on track? Because I was I was mm. I wouldn't say all the way out, but I was getting mm. nervous. Mm. I mean also the like world between worlds is like weird. Did she die and come yeah. back? Mm-hmm. Cause she was underwater for hours, so yeah, no, how, I think, I think, it, well, cause that was why he starts with like, you got here. You, you, well, yeah, you but know. I think, I think the implication was that she was say? like somewhere between didn't life and death. You so soon. Yes. Snips. I didn't yeah. expect to see you so soon. You yeah. got beat in a fight. Um, if you're here, you lost. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that would, indi- but so that would indicate that she was like somewhere in between life and death. And is that place an actual, I mean, I just want to know Rebels, how she it's got a physical out that place. far out to sea. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like she fell How off. How was she cliff. underwater for that many hours? I don't know. Jedi. <laughs> well, okay. What? No. <laughs> then now I'm out on that episode again. I don't know. I don't but did the Force just bring her back to life? Yeah. Did she learn how to breathe underwater from somebody else for hours at a time that we don't know? You about? don't know what's in that white stuff, like the yeah, her, 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 yeah. 
you know no i you know what no i'm cutting now the more we're talking about it i think i'm still out <laughs> but I, i'm gonna I'm, watch i'm gonna watch there, next week i would say like i was kind of wandering away like my the way that i always know how good a show is is how much time i spend on my phone and how far into a show yep. i reach for my phone and i didn't touch my phone in this last episode that was but the first time happened well sure but like it was a lot of characters that i really wanted to see again and and it was done really well. Like visually, I agree with you that. know, the, 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 the switches from Anakin to, to, uh, Vader were, yeah, were really, really cool. And the lightsaber colors switching was, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, you the, could, the attention to detail was great in this. episode. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it, you felt Filoni in this one. I hadn't felt Filoni in this, in this season to this point. I'm not sure I want to feel Filoni. I don't know, man. You got that cowboy hat. The cowboy hat is, uh, is cute. <laughs> I do like that. I do like cowboys. I don't at all. I do like cowboys. Um, <laughs> all right. That is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lounge and this week's episodes of the Lakers Lounge. Like Aaron said at the very top, we are weeks, a couple weeks away from camp opening. So we're going to get reports right. on how great everybody looks. I, I'm i going to go ahead and put together. Ben Simmons a, has currently made 150 straight three-pointers against Denver. Yeah, He hasn't missed one. Uh, that Ever. I've seen on on video um, no. in the offseason. No. So that's impressive. You know, it's really good. It, but it, it is. Uh, the the Lakers are, are are right around the corner. Fall is upon us, and that means that basketball is is shortly to follow. Um, I'm gonna go and assume the fetal position because the Eagles are gonna do terrible things to my Vikings tonight. Um, yeah, and, and I then, made the mistake of having for some reason a flaw in my draft where auto draft like got selected for one round interestingly enough when i was sitting in front of the computer guess who it picked for me i think in the fifth round kirkland yeah <laughs> fucking miserable yeah that's that's been my life for the last four years um that is going to do it though for aaron larsoul i'm anthony irwin saying this has been the lakers lunch <laughs>